there in the middle of the Gavaldic Sugiya talking about whiskey. I want to mention an addition that was told to me just after the Shea yesterday. So I want to mention this very important addition because the Oilin were very, very worried when we were talking about the difference between Irish whiskey and Scottish whiskey. So the Maisa comes out like this, that it came out around 2005 that they, uh, the Irish uh, stopped allowing from putting various ingredients in there. And that basically ended the problem, at least what the London Basin are saying at the moment, of adding various things that may be trade inside the Irish whiskey. But that will depend on the uh, year of whiskey that you're buying. For example, if you're buying an 18-year-old, then it's not going to help you. Why? Simply because it's before they made that rule. So in other words, you've got to keep in touch with the, uh, the Matthias. I guess ask the local cashless organizations whether or not that has actually been changed. But that was the latest uh, development in that particular sugya. Let's move on to our sugya that we are obviously getting towards, and that is the sherry cask Indian. So where does it start from? Really yesterday we basically went through a little bit of the production of how whiskey is made, the ingredients that they use, and we basically came out that there's no major problems involved in a regular Scottish whiskey. There cannot be any major issues because they're not allowed to add ingredients and generally they do not, in which case there's no real problem with kashras. So what is the problem? Where did it start? And where do we find ourselves today? That's the Shaila. So it really begins in the 1860s. In 1860, sherry, um, <coughs> Spanish sherry was imported into the UK and <coughs> sherry, obviously, for those that don't, don't know what that means, that obviously means wine, of which we all know that there is an Issa of a uh, person, of a Jew, drinking wine that was produced, touched, moved by a Goy. Right? It's called the Issa of Yainesach, or nowadays the Ramah calls it Stam Yainom, because generally most of our Goyim are not actually worshipping the wine, and therefore it's what we call Stam Yainom, maybe it's Mutabahano, but it's Oshelishtia, you cannot drink it. That's, by the way, just to understand the definition of the term Sherry. But in 1860, this Spanish Sherry was imported into the UK, and once it was imported in, obviously, these casks, right, the wooden casks, and they were left with the empty cask. They didn't know what to do with it. Now, to ship it back to Spain would be a little bit interesting. It's been quite expensive and unnecessary to do that. And um, they didn't know what to do. So the only guess, I guess, good you know, thing that they could decide to do was the whiskey companies who also use casks and barrels to store their whiskey said, hey, I've got a great idea. You know, this will be much cheaper for us to actually store our whiskey in. So they started to basically buy them for very, very cheap, and they started to make and store their whiskies in these casks. Here began the Shaila of a sherry cask, 1860, Rabbi Say. Already started the Shaila of a sherry cask. Why were why was the whiskey stored in there? So many reasons that they gave was because it was simply cheaper. It was just an easier way. It was a much cheaper, it was like a second-hand cask. And therefore, second-hand casks are obviously cheaper than first brand new ones. And therefore, it was much cheaper. Right? That was the advantage. Right? That's what it was. There's no reason that they wanted the taste. There's no reason that they wanted the sherry and the whiskey, but it's possibly a simple way to do it. There was another advantage as well that they found, was that it gives the whiskey a very rich, uh, very rich color, which also helps as well. And another thing as well is that the sherry neutralized the bitter, unwanted taste that a brand new oak cask 
can give the whiskey. So they basically found a few advantages at the same time. Now, originally that wasn't the Kavon, originally it was partially it was cheaper, and they wanted to get rid of them. So the Shaila basically is like this. Let me go through a couple of the Shailas. I'm not going to go through it, Be'in. We could spend a long time on this, and there are many, many chuvas that are written length, Be'in, going through sugyas in Yeridea that explain to us exactly what's going on. It's absolutely mind-boggling how much time we can spend on this sugya. But just to give you a little bit of the, what they call the Roshay Prokim, right? A little bit of the surface Indian of what's the Issa over here? So the first one, obviously, is the Issa of Stam Yenom. Shochanog discussed this in Yerideh Semukuf Lamadzayim, that there's an Issa of Stam Yenom. You cannot have anything that imparts its taste into anything else. However, there are certain things that what we call Shamashkim, other liquids, that are pregim the taste of the Yain. And the Shaila is, is whiskey something that's pregim the taste, like Shamashkim, that will be pregim the taste of the wine. That is the Shaila over there, the Noidib Yehuda Tainas that it would be, the Mogan Avram Tainas that it would not be. We're not going to go into all the different shitas as I told you, we could spend hours discussing it, but that's one of the Shailas. The Minchas Yitzchak has a Truva Dain Vice, the head of the Badats, Eid Scharidis over here, originally from Manchester, and he lived over here, was the head of the Badats. The Minchas Yitzchak has a Gavaldig Truva and Chedik base, where he wants to say, Efshad is a mockum to make it. We'll discuss that in a moment. And uh, there's another major shayla involved over here. Is what about bittel? We know the halacha that if, for example, a drop of milk falls into a chicken soup, as long as there's 60 more chicken soup than the actual milk that fell in, it's bottle, and the chicken soup is 100% mutter. There's a din of bittel. So would I say that if I have a huge barrel? <coughs> true. There's a little bit of taste of the sherry in there. Oh, but how much whiskey is there? Can I know? There's tons. The main of the beanies, there'd be a shayla of bittel. It would be bottle. In other words, the taste of the sherry that went in. Remember, we're not talking about dirty casks. We're not talking about there's still a little residue and there's still liquid. The casks are 100% dry. They're dry to the bone. However, when you store something in there, as we said yesterday, wood is porous, it breathes, and therefore the, and it, you know, it absorbs taste, and therefore gives out that taste. But how much taste already? So the it could be very much going to be bottled in that case. You have another thing as well. You have something called Zevazegoyim, right? The, your, the Ramah talks about it in the end of Simon. Pezayim. Zevazegoyim means that if you have two things that are goyim, two things that are cause something, right? So as long as there's not koyach and the issa by itself, and I also need the heta, and they both are contributing to the issa, right? In others to make it work. So kubit is a makom to be makel. So maybe I would say the same thing over here. I have zevazegoyim. I have the sherry in the actual cask, and then I have the cask itself that gives over its own, you know, taste of the wood and everything else that develops. And makes the whiskey what it is. So there are many, many different shailas that are nageya in the shaila. Um, what about what about chazusa, for example? The Ramah discusses this in Yerideya Semekuf base, that if something is put in there specifically for the color, then it's never going to be bottle. Even though we have a klal of bottle b'shishim, there will be no bottle b'shishim over here. Why? Because something says the Ramah in Yerideya Semekuf base that is done specifically for the actual color, I also, by the way, the same thing would apply for the taste as well. If you put something specifically for the taste, so even though there's 60 more heta than Issa, which normally means it's bottle, which normally means it's mota, since it's there specifically for the taste, for example, there are more famously discussed the shayla of salt that's avoid the What's the din of salt that's avoid the Whatever the case would be. Uh, salt, at the end of the day, gives like a shmaka taste to the whole food. Now, it's for sure going to be bottle b'shishim. How much salt do you put into the food? Much less than 60. But if that's the case, if it's there for the taste and you can taste it, it's going to be a problem. Are you with me? I'm just giving you, we could spend three weeks just going through each one of these at What's that? 
off. We're going to get there. We're going to give you first the Shailahs, understand what exactly is going on. What goes into the Shailah before we just go through what the uh, Halacha the Maisev is in that case. So, that was, that, was, that was just to give you a little bit of a background over here. So, Ramosha has a tshuva. And Ramosha wants to say that etzem you could be mekel, based on many of the shilas that we just mentioned, Zevazegorim, and all the other things as well that Ramosha goes to. But there's another problem, because in that, this, this is what I'm discussing now, was so far in 1860. If we fast forward a little bit to 1970, the problem is this thing. The problem is in 1970, people started, they weren't drinking so much sherry. Right? I guess earlier on they were drinking a lot of sherry, a lot of wine, and eventually stopped drinking sherry, so it reduced the importing of these casks from, from the sherry companies, because nobody was drinking so much sherry, so now the whiskey company had a problem. That's number one. <clears throat> In the 1990s, fast forward a little bit, the EU made a new regulation that it's Asa to bring in sherry, in wooden casks. You're not allowed, you have to bottle it in the country that it's made, and you ship it in the bottle. A lot more expensive, but that was the new regulation that the EU made in 1990. So now we have a problem. The whiskey companies no longer had access to so many sherry casks as they had originally. So they went back to the original Mahalach, which was using normal wood American bourbon casks, which is obviously no shyla of sherry whatsoever, which why many of the whiskies are going to be okay. 90% of them are produced in, in, um, in, in, in these sorts of casks in that, in that case over there. There was still 10% that was still with sherry, but at the end of the day, that's what they did. However, they found out and they realized that the taste wasn't the same. Yes, they went back to the original Mahalach of using the regular bourbon oak casks, but the problem was the taste wasn't the same. The whiskey wasn't as geschmack as it used to be, right? So they had to come up with a new Mahalach. Let me give you some examples of the Mahalach that they came up with. So, for example, again, this is all based on the history that we said of how things went from the years of when they originally got sherry until they no longer did. So, for example, Macallan. McAllen came up and they went through huge lengths to try and get some sherry casks. They went to Spain and they ordered them, these sherry casks. They kept them there for two years to absorb the taste. And then they, the sherry, they kept the sherry in the casks for two years so that the barrel gets the taste. They threw out the sherry. They didn't want the sherry. And they just imported the casks that were empty. empty. That's what McAllen did over there. Highland Park, for example, for any of you that are familiar with a lot of these makes, Highland Park Distillery bought cases from America, shipped them to Spain, leased them to the sherry producers for approximately three years to use for their sherry, emptied them in the garbage, and sent them to Scotland. You have to realize, by the way, each of these casks, with all the costs that we're discussing, cost approximately 500 euros just for a cask because I had to get shipped to Spain had to be used for two years and then emptied and shipped over a normal oak uh, bourbon cask would cost you approximately $92 so you're talking about 500 euros which is approximately $500 in comparison to $92 just to have the sherry taste just for a thing for a moment when we talk about Aloha Namaisa you know do they really want the sherry in the whiskey uh, Glen Morangi Balvini and others they basically got cask and they, put, and they, uh, they poured in sherry some for two years and this way they got a sherry cask what some did a very interesting mahalak is what they call either scorching or toasting where what they do is they light a fire inside the barrel just for a few seconds and that opens up all the pores you pour sherry in there just for a few minutes it can actually work I don't know exactly how long you have to keep the sherry in for I guess if you want to try this one at home I guess you'd have to contact the companies to ask them that but there's a way of making the barrel much much more absorbent for the sherry now the big problem is we had chuvas from Ramosha and we 
have chubas on the minchas kitzok that seem to be mekel. And if that's the case, then there should be no problem of sherry. The problem is when they wrote their chubas, they wrote them in a situation, and you could see based on their chubas very clearly that the only reason that they're using sherry casks is simply because that's what they have. It's cheaper, it's easier, it's more available, so why not? Agavit has a geschmacker taste. Agavit has a geschmacker color. But say that, oh, it's a shiloh there. They say, go him, this and this also cause it to happen. But it's not shut that they really want it. The problem is. <coughs> Much worse than that. Because nowadays the companies not only go through so much, they go through lengths and money in order to definitely get sherry casks in that case. So therefore, the Hetarium that Rabmoisha and the Minchas Hitzkot both gave are a little bit uh, outdated simply because we have a much worse problem in this case. The Minchas Hitzkot, for example, in Chelik Zion seems to be Chayzan, that which he wrote in Chelik Base, and he wants to be Machmei, being Zerashba, that says anything that's Ikro Letam is automatically not going to be bottled in that case. So therefore, because of that, that's the reason why many of the Gedolim say that it's worse than it used to be. Let me give you a little bit of a Sikkim Lalocha Lemaisa. So again, we've gone through the history, we're understanding where it comes from and why they do it, right? At the end of the day, Ramosha has a tshuva in Yeridea, Chedek, Aleph, Simon, Samach, Beis, where he wants to be Mekel. If you go through the tshuva, and you're welcome to do so, have a look why he says it's Mota, and see whether or not, based on the Metzias that we explained, it still applies. The Minchat Yitzchak, as I told you, in Chedek, Beis, was Mekel, but in Chedek, Zion, it seems to have been Choyzer from that, based on the Metzias that people are going with in that case. There are those... That want to be mekel, they tie in a very interesting chiddush. They tie in the chiddush is that by the time the whiskey is poured into the sherry cask, it's more than 12 months after it was used for sherry. There is a halach in Ilchas Pesach and in Arachayim Semetof Nolalav, also put that in Yerodeh Semetof Chavalav, whether or not if you leave it clean more than 12 months, does it automatically lose the taste inside? And therefore, if you do something with that clean, it will not affect the food that you put inside it. So, some want to say if it's been a 12 month period from the time the sherry left the cask to when you put the whiskey in, could be you have Yud Beis you have 12 months and therefore that would be a mockum to say someone to say that they, they, they wash it with hot water before putting the whiskey in to make sure they get out the sherry it's a type of angola you'd be magal it you cash it again there are definitely heterium lemaisa I know when I was in Canada I asked right, one of the biggest post we will probably have and he told me 100% it's mutter there is no problem with sherry casks it's absolutely fine and what's that? Based on a lot of different Tzirufim, Zevazegorim, Bittl, all sorts of things. I did not go to him and ask him, you know, why? It's not nice. I said, what does the Rav hold about? Shevi And he told me it's Mutter. The London Basin, for example, rely on Ramosha, even nowadays, and they tie that you can be Soymachan Ramosha in that case. Uh, the Manchester Basin, for example, I spent a lot of time going through different cashless organizations. The cashless organization I spoke to, the Manchester Basin, told me that they wouldn't really give a Hachshu on a Simcha that had it, but they wouldn't be Chaylik on anybody, the Maisa, that brings it to their Simcha. I spoke to the Kadassia in London. I spoke to Dain Westham Zatzal, who gives the Haksha on many, many things that we eat, candies and all these things. Motcha uh, Friedlander as well from the Badats over here, that many of them said that Lamaisa, that they are Machme in that case over there. And you have to know as well, because many whiskies don't say what they are. Now, it's a double posture that if a whiskey writes what it is and it says and it boasts, right? We saw on Chabas, right? It has a, a sherry, it's a sherry cask. It means it's a, it's a double Hoshab to them. 
to dafka show that it's a sherry cask, not only to go to the length and the money of getting a sherry cask to put the whiskey in, but they're boasting on the bottle that it is a sherry cask, which means basically means that they, it's a, for them it's a double choshev. It's very very schwer to say that there's a din bittel on something that is so choshev that you could see that you could taste. Now I can't taste the difference. I don't know if any of you over here can. I don't believe any of you can. That's the truth. There's only one person that I believe. Right? There's a yid out there. It doesn't make a difference what his name is. Right? He's actually originally Scottish, and he lemaisa. Uh, I, was, I was watching this. He said, put any whiskey in front of me. I'll tell you exactly which one it is. It's unbelievable. He told me he went to a Pesach hotel, right? Not a Pesach hotel. He went to one of these summer programs, right? Where they had to take over the hotel, whatever it is. He said, they had a bar over there. We have all these bottles of whiskey, like 20, 30 types. He said, they put each one in front of me. I can tell you exactly which one it was, which year it was, and every make that it was. This is incredible. So he could probably taste the difference. But for most of us, we can't taste the sherry, but we can maybe taste the difference between a yes sherry and a non-sherry, which once again leads to the shy of is it considered to be problematic because they can actually taste it and therefore generally taste is not bottle. But many of the um, many of the companies, by the way, will not actually tell you the word sherry. I'll give you some examples. They'll say burgundy finish, double aged, double mature, double wood, very, 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 very common one, dual cask finish, port casks, port finish, um, matured in two woods, obviously if it says sherry finish, special finish and wine finish. If it says any of those, those are the hints that is a sherry cask. Now, Lemaisa, there is definitely a mocha in Jamaica. A lot of the Olam asked me, what do I do, Lemaisa? So I would say there's definitely a mocha in Jamaica. I personally try not to drink it simply because there are, can I know, there's so many whiskeys out there that are just as good, in my personal, non-professional opinion, that are good, and therefore I could drink a non-sherry. There are many, there's a big mocha to say that a person should try to be machme based on Again, the history that we learned, and Beis Hashem, the Rebbeinu give us siyata dishmaya to make sure, like Tosfos says in Subas, that that which goes into our mouth is correct, so that the Torah that we learn will also go in and have a wonderful day.